our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to Living in the Light podcast. And I'm your host, David Akins. I want to thank you for joining in once again. And I hope you enjoyed today's message. I remember one day being in a meeting and a director came down and introduced themselves to everyone and spoke. And in the talking, I was hearing what I kept asking God about. And as the director spoke, they kept talking to me directly, but indirectly. And it was rebuking me. Sometimes in life, we forget because we really don't search the scriptures like we ought to, or we don't really spend the time with God that we need to, that God uses people to help us and to talk to us and teach us lessons. And as I was hearing that director, God was answering my question. You keep waiting for someone to put you on and you need to do it yourself. You keep thinking that somebody's going to come along and help you out and do what you to do what you need to do but you need to do it yourself and the more this person kept talking the more they just kept cutting me up in my seat i'm in an orientation meeting with my new director and this new department and this different department and they're talking to me and cutting me up but yet god was speaking through them to talk to me and he had confirmed it not too long ago because I was in another meeting from my with the manager from my old department who kept saying I had to want to give up something in order to go somewhere. But as long as I didn't want to give up anything, I never went anywhere. See, what I started to learn was that God was teaching me through people. And that there were doors that were open just for me. But the only person that had was had to make the choice was me to step into him. See, we complain about there's never a door open for us. But what we don't see is the fact is that God has already opened the door for us to walk in and go into the places that he has designed for us to be in. See, I failed that so many times in life because I didn't understand that he had opened the door. And the problem was me and my misdirects directed thinking wanted to be in the door I wanted to be right there God I want you to open this door and these people are going to come over and help me out and it didn't happen I had to walk into the door make my own path through the crowd to get to where I needed to go Not knowing that as I was making my path through those doors, that there may have been people watching and following behind me into the same steps. 
See, I was inconsistent about being consistent and bettering myself. I wanted someone to open the door for me, but I didn't want to take the steps in order to get there. I love it when you take the time and you look at your life and God shows you, you through other people. For a while, I kept running into people who seemed to be inconsistent. They would get on my nerves and yet they were me. Sometimes he puts you in places where you're working with a whole crew of people, of individuals. And they all do certain things that irk you because they're doing things that remind you of you. See, we have the tendency to get mad and say, oh, these stupid knuckleheads don't know what they're doing or all these people get on my nerves. But maybe they are you. And what God is saying, I'm showing you you through them. You're mad at them, but in actuality, you're lashing out at you because all I kept remembering was the Holy Ghost is going to show you the truth about you see we take the religious facade off and really understand that God doesn't have those people around you to hurt you they're actually there to show you you because when you ask him to deal with that person he starts dealing with you they don't change you do he's just showing you you the inconsistencies about you. That just like they hurt you or hurting the people around you. See, me not moving forward in my life was hurting the people around me. Stopping where I should go. Being afraid to take on the new challenges, the new positions, the new promotions that were coming my way. Afraid. So I hurt the people around me by limiting where I could be. They never experienced my leadership because I never wanted to step into the place of being a leader. Fear can hold you in places where you don't want to be. Sometimes fear can be the thing that you don't want in your life. Being consistent in growth is one of the things that God wants us to be. So I took the time and I started studying and learning from the end. And the more I started studying and learning from the end, I learned how lazy I was, how inconsistent I was in my spending, my growth, my ability to do things, never walking in my calling like I should be. And I started to understand the book of Judges as I started to read. See, we all talk a good game and we can preach out of the book and we can quote scriptures all day long but what I found from studying the ant was they were consistent about the pattern that was given to them that was imprinted in them see because God doesn't care about how much you can quote what he does care about is what you can do with the pattern he imprinted in you the consistency of what he has put in you that you work I found that the ant does what it does to the death it will die doing what it's supposed to do even in hot, even in dangerous climates will stop when the danger comes but the ant is designed because it's designed to follow the pattern that is put in them see because when you start to study the ant you find out that the ant does the imprint that God puts in them and if we are able to tap into that imprint that he put in us to do we'll work beyond the problem we'll work beyond the situations that seem to be around us because those problems and consistence are always there to stop your hindrance and distractions but we find that the ant is consistent it doesn't matter about the problem how big it is we'll tackle it they'll tackle it one by themselves or as a group they'll tackle it and they will not back down because they know that as together we can tear any problem apart 
But because we're walking in our own self-righteousness and our own self-consistencies of inconsistencies, we find that we lose ourselves. We're too afraid to ask for help. We're too afraid to go take and open those doors that God has given us. The doors have been open and we never walk in them. I find myself catching up to where I should be and dealing with things that I should have dealt with a long time ago. It's like having a cavity filled tooth that could have been filled, but instead you wait a year. Now the tooth is infected and you've got more issues now. Why wait? Deal with the problem now before it becomes something bigger and costs you more in the long run. Our inconsistencies cost us more in the long run. When we're consistent in the beginning to get rid of the inconsistencies. Most of the time we rather deal with the things that we can do well versus the things that we don't do well. The things that we don't do well are the things that God designed for us to do. We'll get into relationships with people and never fully build them. We'll be friends with folk that we've been friend that we'll be friends but limited friends. Because we don't want to open ourselves up to be a hundred percent of something. With Christ in our lives, if we follow the imprint that He has put in our lives, we're able to move forward. See, when we study the life of Samson, as long as Samson was doing the imprint of his what he saw around him, he was always inconsistent about being a judge. He was inconsistent about leading the people and never taking them into battle. Those are things that we forget. And when we look at it, he was a judge, but he never led in any battles. We would look at Jehud and we had to compare with Gideon, Jeroboam. We had to look at it. They were leading people into battle. Samson was the only judge that never led the people into battle because he had so many inconsistencies. Yet he was called. And God would tell us this story only for a purpose to show that when we're inconsistent about the things of God that we're taught and designed to live in, we fail to lead and do the things that God called us at 100%. So I challenge you today, read Samson. Read about Samson in the book of Judges chapter 13 through 16. And take the time and as you read it, write down what God has shown you in your own life about studying Samson. Challenge yourself to improve those areas. Be a better friend. Be a better wife. Be a better husband. Be a better father. Just be a better worker. Be a better co-worker. Build a better work relationship. Be a better encourager. Be a better everything. And get rid of the inconsistencies in your life, the broken relationships, the relationships that aren't going anywhere, the messing with the people who pretend that they're friends. Be a friend. And as you learn to be consistent in the things that God has actually called you to be, you'll find yourself letting go of the wasted time. You'll learn to redeem the time. You'll learn to make the best of your time. We're miserable because we can't enjoy our time because we never learn what it is to have time. Be a better prayer. Pray five minutes a day. 
Pray five minutes before you five minutes before you get out of bed. Pray five minutes before you go to work. Pray five minutes after work. Pray five minutes when you walk in the door. Spend five minutes just thanking God. Be a better everything that you do. Our inconsistencies are the thing that kills us. When we take the time and we learn about ourselves, we learn that God has opened the door for us to do something. Don't be afraid to let your inconsistencies show. Ask for help. If you have areas that you seem to not want to be able to break by yourself, ask for help. Pray about it. Ask the Lord to lead people in your life. Don't be afraid. Maybe you may have to go see a counselor to help you to deal with those areas that challenge you and give you step steps to do for yourself, to improve yourself. The first thing that you need to learn is that you don't know everything. The second thing is they're not helping me. I go to them as a waste of time. You're the problem. The problem is, is anytime you sit back and say it's a waste of time going somewhere, getting help because they're not helping me. No, the problem is, is you're not ready for the help and you don't want to change. So remember, when you don't know what to do, ask for help. Ask God for help. Use the things that he's put around you in your life. Most of us are broken because we refuse to get help. We're inconsistent about seeking help. We're inconsistent about growing ourselves. Yet we wonder why we're in the same place we are day in, day out. I find that in the word of God, God has always been faithful and true. When I used to love to read back in the book of Isaiah chapter 42, I remember reading it and he would sit back as you go into, he said, remember the former things, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old, new things do I declare, old things, so wait, and I, and I would study those scriptures and I was like, Lord, help me to understand, help me to see it, then I would look back and say, you dwell in your past and it's gone, you want those old relationships back and they're gone, they're gone, they're never coming back. I'm trying to bring something new into your life. But because as long as I dwelt in my past, I never had anything. Even though I had the great job and was making good money, I was still living in my past. As Jesus would put it in the New Testament, he said, you think the old is better than the new. It will cost you a lot. And living in your past costs you a lot. So stop being lazy. Get up. Go in that door he opened for you. Stop looking at that promotion. Put in for it. Put in for more. Put in for more for better. We never enjoy the works of our labors, our hands, because we're bitter in the places that we are. You've never tried to move forward from where you are. You spend more time complaining about it than you do moving about it. And then you spend your time around people who complain about it all the time. Instead of you just putting in for it. They open up a new position. I'm putting in for it. I don't care. I'm going to put in for it because God is going to open a door for me. The consistency of reaching out to do more will push you out to do more and be more. But as long as you sit in the same spot you are, you never grow. See, faith and works go hand in hand. In the book of James chapter one, he says, faith without works is dead, right? So when we look at the book of James and he says, in the book of James, it says, well, faith without works is dead. 
Because in actuality, the work of faith is that, God, you promised this to me. I'm going out to go get it. There are mountains that we never move because we never go on and go get it. We're looking for other people to open the door for us when we need to open the door ourselves. My buddy's going to hook me up with a job. No, God's about to hook me up with this job. And I'm going out and keep seeking. I don't care. I'm not stopping. I'm not looking for someone to hand it out for me. I'm going to believe God to take it by force. We are the ones that hold ourselves back with our inconsistencies. When we study the life of Samson, and Samson was never consistent about doing the things of God and doing his will that it led him to the place that he was. We all get broken and we all get hurt. And sometimes in our hurt and our longing to be loved and have, we compromise. But I'm asking you today, challenge yourself to be consistent and tear down your inconsistencies. Be consistent in knowing your family and being a light to them and getting to know each member of your family. Be consistent in those things. Be consistent in whatever work God gives you. If it's being an usher at a church, do it. If it's being the best janitor, be it. Don't work it as unto them. Work it as unto God. No matter what your job is, no matter what it is, whatever work God has for you to do to profess, to give you the resources that he promised you to have, Work it the best you can. Because the impact of the things that you do is what people remember. Man, that dude was one of the best workers we ever had. Whatever you do, make sure your work stands out. Work your job as unto God. And see what he does. Father, I thank you for allowing me to come before your people today. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your truth. I thank you for your understanding. And I thank you for your love. Lord, you are wonderful. You are excellent. You are extremely beautiful. So thank you, God, for allowing us to break bread today, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that if anyone doesn't know you today, Lord, that you would deal with their heart, God, and not let them leave, not let them be able to walk away without talking to you, God. God, I ask, Lord, that you would convict the hearts of those, Lord, that are not doing what you say do, Lord, but we're walking in the inconsistencies, Lord, that they would walk into the consistency of you, that they would learn to deny themselves and follow your will, God. Help us to be people that want to walk with you. Help us, Lord, to do it. Father, I thank you for your word and I thank you for your truth I thank you Lord that each person that hears this podcast will be blessed and that they will be able to overcome situations Lord that it will cause them to want to do more Lord in Jesus name Amen if you listen to this podcast and you don't know Christ or if you're saved and you want to know more I suggest that you find a good Bible believing church keep listening to the podcast as well and then you start studying the word if you if if you take the time and spend some time in prayer, read through the book of John and then also read through the book of Proverbs. I find that those two chapters will be great for you to start as you start your daily routine. As you start reading, read a couple of verses at a time and then write down what those verses are saying to you and then find somebody in faith that you can also talk to about it. And if you have any questions about anything you're reading in the Bible, please feel free to contact me. And I surely definitely will respond back to you in my earliest convenience. 
But I would tell you, make sure you get into a good church. Uh, there are so many churches. Use the web resources. Ask friends about it. Check out the local churches in your area. Right now, we're going through times where a lot of people are going to church online because of the different things that are going on. But make sure you get into a good fellowship. Find good Bible studies and stay into the word and teachings. Let the Lord lead you. And as and as we end this podcast, I just want to say to you, put your hand in God's hand and let him direct you. As the old folks would say it, your hand in his hand and you'll be good to go. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Living in the Light Life Lessons podcast. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please not ask for any donations or anything. Just share it with someone else. Subscribe to it on Google, Apple, whichever podcast system you use. Subscribe. If you're on Spotify, please subscribe to it. And then share it. Post it on your Facebook page, your Twitter page for someone else to hear. That'd be a blessing to them as well. Have a blessed and wonderful day.